Hello and welcome to the first interview in this series. This episode is called Does Belonging Come From Within? Now, the interviews that I've done, I'm actually not presenting them to you in order because I think um, that, that the discussions unfolded so differently for each interview that I did. And I chose to start with this one because it deals with a lot of major issues in education right now um, and kind of eases you into belonging. So we did talk a lot about belonging, but it was amazing to me and I think to uh, my fellow interviewee how, how many different components go into building belonging. Um, so there are so many great pieces of belonging in this interview. Um, and I'd love to know what your take is from this interview. Um, she's a stellar educator. She's an authentic and genuine person. She's a high school teacher. And so to start with uh, a high school lens, I think will be interesting for this series together. So I hope you enjoy. You ready? Yeah. Feeling good? Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. We're very excited. We, me, I'm very excited to interview you today on this very snowy day. I'm excited to yeah. have some philosophical conversation for a change and have the time and space to do so. Yeah, I love having philosophical conversations with you. Ditto. And so it'll, it'll be a fun adventure for us today. Let's hope. I think. Okay. Let's make it so. You, you ready? Yes. You ready for the big questions? Yes, sort of. Okay. So think of a time when you personally felt like you belonged. And can you tell us that story for an example of a time when you did belong? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, cut. Uh, <laughs> that is, yeah, how does that feel, I suppose? Uh -huh. um, that's a very challenging question, as I spoke previously, because um, it's 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 up to what your brain mm -hmm. does or perceives in mm -hmm. every situation, and when you when you when you feel constantly that you are um, bothersome. Um, you talk too much, um, there's the potential to offend, um, it's, it's not other people making you feel like you don't belong, it's your mm -hmm. own brain and mind that's mm -hmm. making you feel um, uh, not belonging. Um, and and so, so that is a challenge mm -hmm. uh, for me. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I guess I guess my 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 husband and my children um, are are a strong sense of belonging, as are my mom and dad who live close to us. Mm. Okay. And uh, a couple of, of dear friends who can separate the chaff from the grain, so to speak. <laughs> okay. And uh, and that's where I think I find the most comfortable sense of of uh, being me and and what I would call belonging. Interesting. And so you think it's more of a, how do I say it, like a personal choice or decision or like, like it's your, your fault, for lack of a better word, whether you belong or not. Is that what you're saying? Correct. That, that, I, that I'm responsible for that. And so when you pose that question, um, it's it's not other people that necessarily have um, overtly made me feel uh, that I don't belong. It's it's what my mind and brain does fairly uh, is fairly practiced at doing, mm -hmm. uh, which is um, creating my own doubt that mm -hmm. uh, that I'm never behaving well enough, properly enough that I should, um, you know, that I'm making everyone comfortable. And so with 
students, I wonder how, um, if, if they feel they don't belong, is that, is that coming from outside? Is it coming from within? Mm -hmm. A little bit of both. Mm -hmm. I, I yeah. would say, yeah, I would say that uh, I, I struggle with that and mm -hmm. uh, in, in terms of coming up with a real honest answer yeah. as to a specific belonging because usually socially and in front of a class, I feel like I'm nothing but annoying. <laughs> I know you feel that way. I, I don't think it's true, but I know a lot of students who yeah. love your class or well, the day well, the day they spend with you if they have both of your that's classes. That's nice to hear. Right? I, yeah, but yeah. it's still it's getting over that uh, that mental yeah. part of it that yeah. needs to believe that. Yeah, I will say that like well into this project, even just like thinking and processing through it before I even started doing research, one day I was kind of like, oh shoot, what if? it is entirely a perception. And if a student doesn't feel like they belong, maybe I can't change that. And then I thought, yeah, but that that's a very passive way mm -hmm. to look at teaching. Right. Right. Yeah. To say yeah. that, like, like as yeah. much as, as it's true that, like, kids come to you however they are on that day, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean there aren't things you can do. Yeah, right. Absolutely. There are always yeah, things absolutely. you can do to help them learn better, to make them feel more comfortable to make them feel welcomed and appreciated, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and make them, I'm not sure, but uh, um, have them suggest that they ask themselves those questions yeah. Yeah. And, and, and look look inside mm -hmm. and outside mm -hmm. for, for where, where that sense of, of belonging or not belonging might be coming from. Right. source that out yeah and and give them maybe some questions to ask themselves or some skills to to observe that and might take a little while to figure out why don't I feel like I belong or why or, or mm -hmm. and when I do feel like I belong what's driving that yeah and kind of find the roots of that always yeah. I think yeah I think roots are important okay so maybe this is an, an easier question. I don't know. Can you can you give us an example or a situation where you know, ooh, I I don't belong there, or I didn't belong there, or just this is not where I could be, me. Um, every day, all the time. But even <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you know what keeps coming up, and it's so surface and silly, mm -hmm. but just uh, and it's it's a. Uh, it's a sense of belonging that comes from more overt outside sources, sure. and that's uh, um, back in uh, university days playing co-ed sports and quite mm -hmm. simply working your ass off and and never getting past you because you were female. Right. So I mean that that's a that's an overt and and mm -hmm. and growing up on a farm. Um, and wanting very much to be a part of that and and showing interest in it, but uh, gender uh, was was a uh, there was less of an opportunity given or less of a belief that that I could do it right um, as a result of of being female, hmm. and so that was uh, I suppose my. I don't know if that's even the same definition of belonging, yeah. but it felt as though as much as I wanted to be on that team or in that sport or, or recreating in that way mm -hmm. or or being a part of the family farm and, and learning from my dad and my grandpa um, and other adults in the community that were working to grow and, and harvest crops, mm -hmm. um, I was, it, I, I couldn't get to a place it, it was like I wasn't allowed to get to a place where I belonged um, and I tried for a long time hmm and so then do you do you reach a point where you say never mind I'll go somewhere else uh, I suppose fighting for that I, 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 well I it, as long as I lived at home I, I I never stopped asking to be a part yeah. and then I you know, I left the farm and, and went off to Saskatoon to university. Yeah, yeah. Uh, life could have been different if, and maybe that was, maybe that's what was, you know, maybe they didn't want me to to pursue yeah. farming and being there because it was a struggle for them. Yeah. And, and so maybe, you know, as much as it was gender, it might have also been not wanting them to, um, to have to, 
be a part of that lifestyle that they were struggling with. Uh, and then for s sports, it's just, uh, yeah, yeah, you'd stay in it and finish off a season and mm -hmm. not go back or find another team. Hmm. <laughs> See, but that's very interesting to me, and I wonder if that's a difference in how people interpret or how important belonging is to people. Because to me, it takes a great deal of courage on your part to say, even though people keep kind of shutting me down or pushing me out of mm -hmm. this, I'm going to go back and keep trying. I still really like sports. I'm still going to keep trying. I'm going to keep asking my grandpa for help, even if he's like, oh, you can't really. Yeah. And so that takes a ton yeah. of courage for you to keep going back and doing that. Well, and that, keep picking rocks out of, uh, of a five-acre field. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, doing that. No, but, hoping that someday I'd graduate to the tractor. Right. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to just saying, okay, well, then I'm just done with this entirely. I'm gonna go do something else after the first setback, yeah. right? For you to keep going back to that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's was, interesting. There me. wasn't much else to do in small town Saskatchewan, <laughs> but keep asking to help. Please give me. Please let me help. Do. Please let me. The do rabbit something. ears aren't working today. We're not getting any yeah, channels. Yeah, so I guess I'll go go to the fields and pick rocks. <laughs> yes, I'll ask to drive the tractor again. <laughs> interesting. Okay, let's go backwards a little bit. Okay. For people who don't know you, can you talk a little bit about your educational background sure. and kind of where you're at now? What you do now? Okay, so uh, yeah, born and raised small town Saskatchewan, K to 12 at the same high school, graduated okay. with 36 people, but really, <laughs> really enjoyed school, every okay. part of it. Mm -hmm. um, so enjoyed learning. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I wouldn't say, I mean, I remember all my teachers. Um, I wouldn't say any of them were stellar. Sure. Uh, however, good enough because mm -hmm. I never stopped liking learning and mm -hmm. then sort of blindly went off to university and got a, a four-year I lived in the gym as a mm -hmm. kid um, so I uh, went to the University of Saskatchewan and got uh, a four-year Bachelor of Science in Physical Education okay duh where's the gym mm -hmm. and uh, and then I worked in Places I you know did gyms and whatnot and and doing okay. sports medicine okay. um, and then sort of took a route towards physical therapy and um, but then found myself back uh, living in Kelowna uh, live, moving out to the sweet life and and mm -hmm. went back to education because okay. um, not really to teach but to keep learning okay and uh, so I did the West Kootenai teacher education program where I lived in uh, Nelson for a year and okay. did uh, my practicum uh, at LB Rogers and around that area and mm -hmm. uh, applied for jobs all over but just came moved back to Kelowna and happened to get a job in 1998 teaching mm. senior English and mm -hmm. Uh, the rest is history. I've been in the district for 21 years teaching um, a little bit of everything, uh, uh, from uh, phys ed to English to career classes, mm -hmm. and uh, for the last several years it's been uh, psychology 11-12 and uh, recently law 12, which mm -hmm. I adore. Mm -hmm. I, I like the, the uh, electives, and I am endlessly fascinated by people and what makes us tick. And, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the students are are pretty interested in as well as which makes it easier. Yeah. And if you say like you, you came back to education because you wanted to keep learning, yes. you can see that in your classes, right? Oh, you, you don't set them up yes. as, here, let me be the knowledge keeper sending this down to you. It's, yeah. no. what is this weird problem? Let's um, try to yes. uncover this and figure this yes. out and research this and do that, which is and that, yeah, awesome. As a, as a learner, I think mm -hmm. I find that I, I don't like answers as much as I like questions. Yeah. And uh, the, I by not having solid answers, um, mm -hmm. it keeps you asking questions. Mm -hmm. and, and I am, I, I would say asking questions is a passion. I'm annoyingly curious. I, I Genuinely curious, however. I, I think that's a better term than annoyingly curious. I think it depends. I was just thinking the other day about how important curiosity is and how boring life would be Absolutely. if you weren't curious. Oh, I know. Like some, every once in a while I'll come upon a student who just doesn't really seem that curious about anything and I go, yeah. Oh, your life's gonna be boring, man. That apathy <laughs> word that you have in here, that that, yeah. that, 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 that the not belonging and defining that mm -hmm. is um, that's a I that's a tough one for me. Is yeah. is um, there is a point sometimes where I just 
it only matters if you care. And yeah. um, and some of these folks, I I it's it's hard to find what it, it, something they would care yeah. about yeah. enough to engage. Yeah. And I and I think I have a very hard time connecting with that because I've never really been apathetic. Yes, right. right. Right? That that yeah, it's just especially like especially I don't even know yeah. where I would get that yeah. from. What mm -hmm. what kind of mindset I would be in? Yeah. Is it that someone told me I sucked at something or someone wasn't kind to yeah. me or all these things yeah. years ago that has led to this? Is it just a lack of support somewhere? I I don't I just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, right? doesn't. Yeah. No. I, I agree. I, I you, you you want to keep trying mm -hmm. and they some some students that behave in those ways I, I truly believe don't have those answers either mm -hmm. so it could be a combination of a whole bunch mm -hmm. of other things mm -hmm. that's causing what we see as apathy mm -hmm. and and they need to get over all those hurdles to care about what's happening in a classroom because there's so many other things that mm -hmm. are you know running the yeah that are of higher running, priority yeah, and running through their brains yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah hmm interesting okay so let's go back to school to okay. kind of your profession as an educator this school our school any school you've been in what do you think belonging looks like Whew. Um, geez, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I guess the first thing that comes to mind to me is to discern whether a student feels like they belong, um, to me comes out in body language and I'm might, and, and in the language they use period, um, their responses to peers and peers' responses to them, that all of that uh, often to me as an observer in the classroom um, comes across a lot non-verbally. Okay. Um, you know, uh, their seeming comfort level in the classroom, where mm -hmm. they sit, um, where they look, um, whether they sit with someone or not, how quickly they they come to the classroom and leave the classroom, mm. um, whether they stay at break or not stay at break, all of those are indicators to me maybe of, you know, they, they say something and, and, yeah. and um, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't necessarily mean um, that they don't, there's nowhere that they... Yeah, it's not a perfect formula, yeah. right? Yeah, so, so um, you know, that, that just, just sort of detecting a sense of comfort or not Mm -hmm. in um, in this building um, uh, even seeing them in the hallway mm -hmm. uh, you know those those are so what does belongingness look like it, it, it could be the facade of having mm -hmm. a bunch of friends and laughing and giggling and running mm -hmm. down the hallways but I don't I, 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 I don't believe that's always a sign of, mm -hmm. of um, content mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and belonging I think mm -hmm. sometimes that can be pretty surface maybe the ones that are sitting in the classroom and not um, jovial and running are actually more comfortable than the ones that are yeah it, yeah you know. yeah so what is it yeah what does it look like um, genuine nonverbal yeah. comfort with self mm -hmm. if that makes mm -hmm. any sense and I think you have to be very present Mm. in your classroom Absolutely. and in the school to notice that yes right because yeah. if you just showed up to class five minutes yeah. before we you start or yeah. you're in the staff room doing something yeah. or whatever yeah. no. you, you, yeah. you won't see any of that yeah. right you'll yeah. just be like oh that kid's in the corner well maybe they're in the corner because they love it there yeah and maybe they're in the corner because they have no friends and they don't know who to talk to yeah right no, there's no. so many different part of the fun and the learning absolutely mm -hmm. is to and i've just I, it wasn't with intent it just sort of came about years ago to to be um, present in the uh, classroom and uh, be, be, be present when uh, students are arriving and address them each by name mm -hmm. and say good morning and mm -hmm. be, be standing at the door if I can be. It's, it's almost always that I, I make a point of it mm -hmm. um, and a genuine intent to um, 
to also be there when they leave the classroom to mm -hmm. look them in the eye and mm -hmm. say happy Tuesday, happy Wednesday, have a great weekend mm -hmm. and call them again by name. Mm -hmm. um, so, so, and I don't, uh, I don't know if that makes a difference, but um, it, 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 it's, it's being there present yeah. and acknowledging each of them. Yeah. Yeah. I found that when I, that those moments were sometimes my favorite and like the most powerful and the best to build connection and the busier that I got as a teacher, you know, and on this committee, I have to do this, you have yes. to go to supervision, yes. all these things yes. that I would lose those things. And yes. sometimes at the end of the day, it would yeah. be like, well, I saw every kid and I was in every class. Yes. And yet I felt like, like, even just for me, I was like, did I belong today? Did yes. I have the connections that I needed? And I also know that some, for some of those kids, I was the only positive connection mm -hmm. they would, they would get in a day. And so yeah. That that is really something that I've had to call into question, like the the busyness of being a teacher, and you have to say no to a lot of stuff yes, in yes order to do. be in your classroom yeah. and be with those kids and say, sorry, I can't go to that meeting. Absolutely. I need to be with these kids. Absolutely. Sorry, I can't do this. I can't do this. And it's kind of frowned upon. You're very wise to ask yourself those questions. Um, and whether or not it's frowned upon, I, I, I sense it is. Uh, I do squat around here anymore because the energy it takes to be present, mm. um, for me anyways, and, and to be real and to be with the students um, and not answering. I'm a nobody and I get 25 emails in a day and now I've, mm -hmm. you know, I've got 2,500 unread. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's that's the lifestyle that we are are, are living, yeah. and um, and I, I still feel that I mean call me old fashioned, but in the students that we're teaching right now, those are they're still going to be living a lifestyle that they'll need those skills because um, yeah. Star Wars isn't going to happen quite yet. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and even and, if it does, the connections that characters have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even in futuristic science yeah. fiction yes, things, right. yeah, it's right. still the, the connections that you have yes. with people in your communication yes. abilities. That yes. might it, it might go through a different tool or be set in a different world, but yeah, you're still working with other yeah. creatures. Yeah, and I think these devices are are a false sense of belonging. It's yeah. taking them to the dark side. Yeah, so and I, and I think that. Yeah, you can see that with mm -hmm. a lot of with a lot of students. And that it's it, not just students. It's, no, it's admin. It's it's oh, teachers. Yeah. It's adults in our lives. Yeah, uh, that that lack of presence mm -hmm. and any research on. I don't think we've evolved fast enough to, um, with with our brains and you know higher level thinking. Mm -hmm. uh, there's still some pretty innate needs, and that sense of belongingness is 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 there. Mm -hmm. And we seek it, and mm -hmm. the the online social media worlds yeah. that I've very consciously never been a part of mm -hmm. um, is is a is a very and maybe I'm wrong. I, I you can't dispute uh, an international student being able to Skype with their parents face to face, their siblings, mm -hmm. their grandparents. You can't mm -hmm. dispute that. Mm -hmm. For the most part, I believe we've tipped the balance, and it has created a false sense of belonging. Yeah. And seeing students experience not belonging mm -hmm. um, is is usually driven today uh, in this day and age by uh, being ousted or um, something nasty being said to them, not even to their face, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. perhaps they've misinterpreted a message. Message, but. The amount yeah. of drama oh. in relationships and friendships that you yeah. see over a text message or something is mm -hmm. just astounding to mm -hmm. me. So, mm -hmm. so I think that's a big part of this belonging conversation is the false sense of belonging and the surface relationships yeah. built on social media. However, that's coming from someone who doesn't use it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So. Yeah, know that because perhaps if I did, I would see a better side. Yeah, I think I have a hard, I have a hard time with that because I did grow up in in an age where it was just kind of part of my life, right? And so for me, I think I had a cell phone when I was in high school already. Like I like I mean, and so 
it's interesting to me because I've made conscious choices with the social media I've used, with the technology that I use to try to use it as a tool of connection. Mm -hmm. But that is with me also having the knowledge to say, this is what I'm looking for out of relationships. This is how I communicate this way. This is what works and this is what doesn't. And, and also with a greater understanding that most of what's on the internet is bullshit. Yes. Right? And it's, and, it, so. and it's, it's falsified and it's over-exaggerated. And so comparison, right? Comparison is the thief of joy. Absolutely. I used to have that written a lot of places because there is this, you know, you look at an Instagram model or, or even your friend's Instagram page and you go, okay, but I was sitting you with you yeah. for lunch and that's what you pretend your lunch looks like or whatever. Yes. And that, that it's quite scary for kids. And I don't think that they have the, it's not the ability to disconnect from it and go, wait a minute, what is important? What is not here? Because it's so ingrained into their life. And that, that is scary to me. Oh, I yeah, I, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I just can't. I'm a little bit in shock still at how prevalent it is mm -hmm. in their lives. And I know, it, yeah, it, it, it makes me, they think I live under a rock because mm -hmm. I, I don't, I, I'm so not understanding this, this yeah. world because mm -hmm. what I just, I'm very, I, I see the, uh, the worth in 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 being present and yeah. and mm -hmm. and being real mm -hmm. um, and how much more is a part of someone's message when when they're there in front of you yeah. and how often we um, we don't belong to the present yeah. because you're in cyberspace somewhere and so the people that are right in front of you get ignored and yeah. that and that happens yeah in our homes, in our in our offices, in our classrooms. Yeah. And I think it's, I just try not to go there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But. I do think there are some groups of students who, who haven't been able to find a community of people in front of them who have seemingly found a community online. And I think that that is great if it mm. is authentic. And I don't know that it always is. And I do think, like you said, you miss a lot of what is in front of you because and, you are. And you miss building important life skills. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And, and I just, I don't know. I, I suppose someone maybe, I'm sure there's an argument for uh, the ability to still build life skills living online. I just don't see it. Have, can, <laughs> I, can I ask you, have you ever... Um, can you describe a time where you have felt like you didn't belong and it was and, and it was through online social media uh, connections? Has that has that happened? Because I haven't been mm -hmm. a part of the world Facebook. Instagram, I, I would honestly anything. say not really okay. because I intentionally use it to build community and belonging. Okay. So if I'm looking at my Instagram, I have only followed people where it's things that make me feel empowered or give me things to question or people that I actually care about, not people that I'm constantly going, oh man, I wish my life was like their life. Okay. Oh okay. man, I wish, right? Because that yeah. is that is the dangerous part. And yeah. so there may have been moments, right? Where it'll be like, oh, I wish. Yeah. You know, even like someone that I used to go to high school yeah. with or something yeah. where you're like, man, their life is so glamorous or whatever. Yeah. Not it, yeah. that it can oh, be yeah. that glamorous oh, in, yeah. you know, on, Southern on Manitoba. Screen, like, <laughs> yeah. But, but at, and that I've consciously kind of said, mm, maybe this is something that I don't want to have a part of. And maybe that's a, me putting my blinders on to those things. But I also know that it is my choice to do yeah. with my yeah. social media what I want to. And as long as yes. I try to pursue being a well-rounded person, in some context of my life, does it need to be on my Facebook page? Yeah. Does it need to be, right? right? Okay. So um, so I, I consciously try to belong. And if I don't belong, then I don't really want any part of it. Right. And I think I do also have the willpower to then 
stay off of it, yes. right? Like there are some kids that I've talked to and they'll be like, I'm not using social media anymore. Yeah. And then 12 hours later, Absolutely. they're back on it because there is kind of an addiction yeah. component well, to that, it. That, uh, I mean, they'll miss out if they're not, if they're not communicating in that way, yeah. which I think is sad. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, and a fear but, of missing but, uh, out and a fear yeah. of what are people saying about me while I'm not there Absolutely. and all these things, yeah. not there on the internet, yes. whatever. Yes. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. And I really like what you had to say about observing to see if people belong or not. Mm -hmm. Because I ask people that a lot. Um, like I did a mock interview <clears throat> with a colleague of mine before I had gone through the ethics and things like that. And I said, they're saying, oh yeah, we do this program and this program at our school, we do this and we do this and this. And I'm like, cool, how do you know if any students feel like they belong? His eyes just kind of got really big and he was like, well, uh, I don't know, I don't really, I don't really know, right? <laughs> and often they say, well, we survey kids or ask them and things like that. Yeah. And sometimes you can get really authentic responses that way if you have a connection, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like if you, who know, you know your students really well, if you, if you said to them, hey, I'm really trying to figure this out and I just need to collect some data, do you think you could answer these for me? I, in my gut, I would say you would get better responses, more authentic responses than just like, the principal's sending out this survey, everybody do it. Yeah. Right, do yeah. you belong? I did that with my students in a job where I thought I was doing a particularly terrible job. And I said, do you feel like you belong at this school? And I knew that they didn't, and a lot of them said that they did. And I was like, really? Oh. Why? <laughs> like, do you not understand what I mean? Do you not understand what's going on? Like, and what was the conversation? Well, it was it was very strange because I asked, and the more that I asked, they were they had lots of really negative feelings about their school, and yet the survey questions that I asked oh. didn't really let them show okay. that. Yeah, that's, right. Yeah, that's a that's a tricky business. Those survey questions. It absolutely. is right because do you do you have a drop down list of feelings? Yes. Do you right. leave on an empty yeah. box because yeah, kids well a lot of the time they don't like to write. Yeah. Right. So you say, "Okay, yeah. tell me how you're feeling about this." Yes. And they were like. IDK, right? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, that wasn't helpful. But yep. the but the drop down menu, or I think I did like a sliding scale, and that didn't mean that much to them either. And so, how do you authentically get feedback on how See, kids belong or not? So last year in a psychology eleven class, that's very interesting because I tried to be genuine and say, listen, this is this is you having a voice. Mm -hmm. And and uh, it was admin driven mm -hmm. where they wanted to know, um, you know, uh, explore how many times, uh, think about how many times um, you you acknowledge your phone mm -hmm. um, and, and consciously put all the phones away for 30 minutes, I think was part of the task. Mm -hmm. And um, sort of, how many times did you think of it in that 30 minutes when it was not on your person or within mm, your site? Okay. And, and so I explained what it is we could try to do and the information that we could get from it. And, and I, I suppose um, there, was, there was zero buy-in in terms really? of because it was from the top down. It, it's, it was, they don't, it's adult driven. Um, yeah. they're, they're, and if it's adult driven in their minds, it was um, there was malintent, right? To or or something, a decision that would be made as a result of them. If the students gave that information, yeah, that a decision would be made that would alter what they enjoy, which is their phones mm -hmm. in classrooms. Mm -hmm. And so, to me, they're very savvy. They're very aware of where these surveys come from and who wants this information. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I don't know if that's the best method to... Yeah. Um, to well, it's to, definitely to, not to, the same as sitting in your classroom and just getting to know your student. Well, it's, it's not just, the same, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I could... So, yeah. Hmm. I mean, and some, yeah, some of them enjoy that and some of them don't, but... Uh, but yeah, it's just trying to find the balance always. Yeah. Okay, so let me think here. Um, so a lot of these questions are kind of more on on programming and kind of more from an administration okay. uh, standpoint. Like, Ooh, yeah. what do you do with students who are 
dropping out or who have poor attendance or things like that. Do you, um, at the stage that you're at or even at this school, do you find that attendance is much of an issue? If I see that starting to happen, I, because of the elective, mm -hmm. uh, no provincial exams, anything mm -hmm. like that, um, and especially in psychology, to me, it's a behavior study of self and others uh, the, the classroom in itself is a is a case study for us sure. to observe each other's behavior and instead of passing judgment trying to take a step back gain you know learn some language mm -hmm. and um and and think about wonder what that person's story is that peer story is and and if 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 a student is i, I guess i guess i'm not strict about it but I will, I will, if, if there's a lack of attendance, um, you will eventually find out that this is a pattern of this student. And it's just, I feel the only thing I can do for a student that already is having trouble being in the building, the mm -hmm. last thing I want to do is reprimand them for that behavior. Mm -hmm. if, if they show up at any point during that two and a half hour block, mm -hmm. I will smile and say hello. Mm -hmm. If they care to know what we've been doing, I will absolutely help them out with that. Yeah. I'll maybe quietly let them know. Um, but it's, it's I, 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 I don't push it for students who are already, and, and maybe sometimes, um, it makes it a safer place for them because right. because uh, and and I maybe I'm respond I'm going to be responsible for them gaining some really terrible habits in their future. <laughs> uh, however, you know I yeah. want them to that human need thing safety. Yeah. yeah. If they feel safe to come to the space that we're in, mm -hmm. having those discussions or doing whatever we're doing, mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, and I want them to feel like it's safe and they belong. Uh, no matter when you show up, mm -hmm. just thank you for showing up. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being here and acknowledging mm -hmm. that. And the other thing I was thinking about earlier is um, with belongingness, um, I don't know if this will tie in or make sense at this point, um, is sometimes the labeling. And uh, if, if there are students who struggle in all sorts of way with physical or um, psychological, mental, developmental mm -hmm. um, uniquenesses, um, uh, you know, um, home situations, um, I guess, and I don't know, again, this could be not a cool way to do things, but I, I don't really visit that paperwork very much, at, if at all. Mm -hmm. like, I don't like reading the cover, the, the, the back of the book, yeah. because I mm. just, because I don't like, I, it's, it's harder not to prejudge yep. then. Um, and, and so I'm pretty wary of, of, um, Sometimes a student will, I, you know, it will be ten or twelve classes into the semester, and um, uh, one of the behavioral um, teachers or special ed teachers will stop in and say, "How so and so doing?" And this is the diagnosis, and this and this, and oh, really? I they've been great. They've been participating in discussion. They're very mm -hmm. polite. They are coming and going when they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. It's great. Mm -hmm. And I wonder sometimes if if the, the pros and cons of labeling and yeah. and um and then if, if if the students who are experiencing some of these difficulties and are maybe feeling that they don't belong is because they've been identified as different in some way mm -hmm. and um and they have to get over their own, I mean, and they've been taken out of classes mm -hmm. for special help, mm -hmm. if I'm making any sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and so, so they don't feel like they, like they're an, they're an outlier. They don't belong because we've told them that they don't. Well, and we've, You're and different we've, than all these and, other and people. Like there's pros and cons, right? I, mm -hmm. Yes, if you have a label, there are, there, I, I can, you know, but in a fairly, I don't like this word, or at least non-academic, I suppose, class, um, it, you know, it's, uh, um, I don't give exams anyways mm -hmm. or tests, so let's take that out and and um, because that's the IEP that they come with. Right. 
Yeah. And and with that, they I think there's a there's a real sense of not belonging to students who have been pegged early yeah. with learning differences, behavioral mm -hmm. differences, mm -hmm. and um, so it's it's helping empower them mm -hmm. to to believe in themselves, and it's empowering others to turn judgment into curiosity mm -hmm. when it comes to the behavior of people who have been labeled yeah. different. Yeah, and I think the hope of those labels is that more support comes along with those things. It, it does. And then sometimes I think, but yeah, it's our job to support all of our students however we can. So if that label happens to help us support better, mm -hmm. right? If we can say, okay, this student has FAS, and therefore I know that their cognitive processing is going to be different, I know this. Yes. That maybe then there are certain strategies we yes. could use to help. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But so much of the time, that label just carries a lot of baggage and a lot of shame yes. and yeah. not the support that it needs anyway. Yeah. So you might as well just meet every kid where they're at. Yes, exactly. Without yes. looking at their file. Yes, yes. Just looking yes. at their face. And I mean, no offense to the people who put hundreds oh, of hours yes. into creating yes. those IEPs and those oh, yeah. files. Mm -hmm. I really I, I really mean no, no disrespect. However, yeah. it's it's um um you know you, you it's the FaceTime, it's yeah. the it's mm -hmm. it's the wanting to be there and um and and being genuine and making them feel safe and welcome mm -hmm. and belong. Mm -hmm. Um there was another point I was gonna say about that too in terms of but I I lost it. Oh there are times when, if someone is, um, if you get a sense that that the behavior is driven by irresponsibility, um, there's been so many people who have tried to intervene and help, mm. and it's 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 just constantly running up. Um, I think I learned early on in the career, um, and this may sound awful but I have to focus sometimes on the majority who are there in front of you, who are curious and want to learn and want to have dialogue and um, to, to, to spend too much time and energy on the outliers. The majority is affected by that and so that's a really fine balance that it I is. think as teachers we need to uh, to uh, navigate, mm -hmm. uh, but I know over the years we've spent many, many meetings and hours talking about the outliers. Yeah. Um, when the majority is 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 there and ready to go. Mm -hmm. And I think too, looking for the things in your classroom that make that majority even larger. Right, like yeah, what? Like yes, sure, yes, you can yeah, say that yeah, this person is labeled with this or this or this. Yeah, or even, yeah. But there's so much more that we share yeah. than than that make us so different. Yeah. And that's that's okay too. We can yeah. find those things, and can we still yeah. use as many people's gifts as possible and have less outliers? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even yeah. Though, like everyone, yes. depending on how you categorize us, could be outliers. Yes. Right. Yes, exactly. Well, you're not exactly. wearing any color, so yeah. you get to be yeah. an outlier, and I'm wearing color, so I'm part of the majority. Yes. Yeah, but let's redefine it. It's yeah. everybody who's wearing yeah. glasses is the yeah. majority, or right. Yeah. And so we, sometimes we have to think about that too, because we are. I know what you mean. We're, we talk a lot about those outliers, and it's like, yeah, but how are we making sure everyone is still part yeah. Yeah. of of this this whole thing? And that that gets very confusing, and it is that delicate balance of giving kids the support that they need, yeah. and also letting them be part of everything else. And and where and how to discern whether you know where's where also where's the balance in um, facilitating certain behavior mm -hmm. also, and that's that's a case by case basis. Mm -hmm. All of all of this is you know mm -hmm. I mean, and and so. It, yeah, it's 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 creating um, safeness and genuine and and wanting them to be here so the so the attendance and behavior doesn't mm -hmm. become a problem. Mm -hmm. So, if you have a student who, not just that they're late, but they haven't been attending quite a bit, you haven't yep. heard anything. Yep, do you kind of have a go-to 
way to reach out to them? Do you just kind of let them make their way back to you? Uh, in, How do you kind of work with those situations? Um, it, 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 in psychology over the years, we journal. And okay. um, so I ask, and if this behavior starts fairly soon on, it's, I think journals, it's healthy to vent. And if they mm. want to use that tool to um, let me know in as much or little detail as they wish what's happening in their life and what the root of what I'm seeing in terms of behavior or, or non-participation or attendance right. issues, um, uh, let's, can you, can you share with me what's mm. happening? Yeah. Um, again, in as much as or little detail as you wish. So yeah. trying to, to have a conversation, yeah. either verbally or written, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it, it, it definitely changes each of our perspective. They, mm -hmm. I know where they're coming from. Um, hopefully, you know, for the most part, they'll trust, and I'm very thankful that that some of them that that are struggling have stuff going on. Yeah. And and um, and I don't know. Yeah, it's just not a matter of you're late. Da 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 da. da. Mm -hmm. It's it mm -hmm. it, 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 it to me it has to be case by case. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and in law, a little bit different. You don't journal, but it's a conversation. Mm -hmm. And. Um, it's like, yeah, I just, I noticed if you have stuff going, none of these are excused. And um, can you talk to me? What's happening? Mm -hmm. So give me something to work with. Mm -hmm. I, I, so yeah. I, I can't, there's, there's not much I can do for you if, if, if I have uh, no idea. And, and then, then and you know, at 16 and 17 years old, um, I don't know, I can't, you can lead a horse to water, but that doesn't, you know, it doesn't happen. Too often. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But I think even within those strategies, you give students a voice, right? Instead, whereas a lot of times, absolutely try to. The opposite yeah. happens, right? As soon as some as it goes outside of the, this is what is required of you, mm -hmm. and you don't meet those requirements, mm -hmm. it's okay. Well, then you have forfeited yeah. your right to have a voice. And I think that is often when kids need voices the most. Yes, and that's and often when I think I'm going to get fired because they, you know they say. Here's all the things we need to do, like two attendance, yeah. unexcused, three unexcused, yeah. and I'm yeah. I'm not very good at keeping those records. Yeah. I'm because sometimes it takes a while to observe where this person's at, yeah. uh, and um, and and missing three psychology classes in a row isn't a life changer in my opinion. I don't know what some people are doing in their classes, but that's the end of the world for for some, uh, some colleagues and um, and. and uh, it, but that's meeting students where they're at. Yep. Like you can't fit them all, in my opinion, in that no. same place and mm -hmm. expect the exact mm -hmm. same behavior because it's not real. Yeah. But I've also been told I could be more sure. I, I'm sure you I've have been told a, that. I've, I've also been told that. And, and I do worry sometimes, especially because I was quite young when I started and, and female and I'm like well are people running over me just because they think they can or am I going out of my way to make people feel kind and yeah. like feel and, compassion yeah. for yeah. each other and yeah. that I'm supporting them and if that's what they need then, yeah. then they can take that and, and what I always think and I say this aloud to the students if if this is what what we're going for here is a mutual respect mm -hmm. um, and and a and an honest dialogue Mm -hmm. and safety um, mm -hmm. and that's up to all of us to to create that space and um, if that doesn't work for you or if 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 you just don't care to to um, acknowledge that mm -hmm. and 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 help with that mutual respect and if your conscience can handle that mm -hmm. I don't feel there's much else I can do yeah. It's tempting to want to football tackle them sometimes, but <laughs> probably fruitless. <clears throat> and you could and, lose and, your job and, and for that one. one. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, that's that's sometimes that speaks to them. Like you know, mm -hmm. like let's let's talk about a conscience. Mm -hmm. um, is this legitimate, or is are you are you are you playing? Yeah. And and if you're playing. Um, and your conscience is okay with that, 
maybe you should ask yourself some questions. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's going to be life that's going to catch up to you, not your psychology or law teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Hope, well, that's maybe a bad attitude on my part, but. <laughs> But there are, can't save them all. yeah, and, and I think there is something to be said for natural consequences, right? We try to create artificial consequences for actions in school, right? Absolutely. You don't come to school, then this happens or whatever. Yeah. But I think eventually natural consequences will, and, and they're the best teacher, and I would say. Well, time and again, students, when we explore different parenting styles mm -hmm. and, um, you know, um, negative or positive reinforcement or punishment, uh, you know, that happens in the homes. Um, for years, students have said probably the most hurtful or, you know, the, the stabbing punishment for them is for their parents to genuinely look them in the eye and say how disappointed they are. Mm -hmm. It's words. It's not... It's not taking away the phone or the car. It's it's yeah. genuine disappointment, and I feel I very much feel the same way as a teacher. I mm -hmm. I, I don't respect the choice you made. I I'm disappointed yeah. in the choices you've made. Yeah. I it, it, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um. Are we way off track? No. No such thing. Okay. With, it, with this topic, I, I, I like as much know. as I, yeah, I wish it yeah. was here in this perfect little yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah, it's everywhere, yeah, it and and it so is. many things come back to it, and I think that's very interesting. All right, though. Yeah. There's just more to learn. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So in our discussions with all these things about belonging, and you don't know how to define belonging. Mm -hmm. How do you define belonging? <laughs> Yeah, it, what would it, go it, into it for you? Uh, belonging um, has to come from within. The, a sense of belonging has to come mm -hmm. from within. I, mm -hmm. I um, and I think that um, that's a that's a life skill that some of, some of us may seek yeah. for the rest mm -hmm. of our time. Mm -hmm. um, but it's uh, it, it, it's 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 a feeling that isn't that shouldn't come from outside of self. Um, if you believe in you, um, then you're, you're, you can belong anywhere mm -hmm. in, in, in a way. Like that's, that's just such an important yeah. um, state of being. Right. It, it is, um, uh, it is to is to be okay with you and I feel like that'll create a sense of belonging wherever you are. But that's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And do you do you think then maybe it's our job as educators to facilitate that that cognition yes, within absolutely. students, yes, like that, yeah. it's not that we can yeah. make every kid feel like they belong. Yeah, no, yeah. But can right. we give them opportunities to question that and, and have, just, have and, those conversations and, yeah. and ask that they observe their thinking of self and ask that they observe the um, the actual physical um, emotions or states that they are mm -hmm. are. Um, experiencing in certain environments in mm -hmm. their life mm -hmm. and what is that saying to them mm -hmm. how how is their brain and mind interpreting their uh their physical state of being um and or sometimes we you know be cautious that um our our brains and minds can create uh false realities we make up mm -hmm. how other people are thinking about us mm -hmm. um, and like you wouldn't worry about what people thought of you if you knew how little they did but sometimes we all go around <laughs> yeah. thinking mm -hmm. um, uh, I don't want I don't want to speak in front of this class because I'll make a mm -hmm. fool of myself and and or I don't mm -hmm. want to do this mm -hmm. I don't want to that do because of because they don't feel that power within. Yeah. So, so acknowledging that that's a lifelong process, mm -hmm. um, and 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 that metacognition piece, I I, mm -hmm. I absolutely believe in, and it is a journey. 
Oh, it's yeah. It's not happening overnight. Oh, I so wish sooner, it was a checkbox. <laughs> the sooner you could start, and I know very yeah. few people. I don't even know if I know anyone who's really there. Yeah. Because it, it because it's it comes always. with age. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, but but uh, maybe if maybe if you could like this social emotional stuff that we are doing in elementary schools through mm -hmm. Mind Up programs and mm -hmm. whatnot, mm -hmm. um, teaching students about their brain and their emotions and and um, uh, and listening to those and what they're saying and 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 recognizing the um, the recognizing when you when you put thoughts into other people's heads that sometimes you're worried and stressed over something that isn't real yeah you just think that other person yeah. oh I know that teacher hates me I, I said oh yeah I know I didn't do well in that class that teacher hates me if I had a loony for every time I hear a and I'm teachers don't hate students oh. they, they that's a really strong word first yeah. of all yeah and why do you think that uh, that, that's yeah. because that's putting that's put, you know that's outsourcing again to, yeah it's maybe it didn't work hard enough or you know I mean yeah it's yeah. but it's always maybe you didn't hand in any of your yeah, assignments yeah. for the whole semester yeah the teacher because, doesn't hate you because you didn't have to they didn't have to do any marking yeah but, but <laughs> yeah. they also can't give you a yeah. grade right? but but yeah, yeah. So, so if you can if you can get that if you can start working on that piece now because it's mm -hmm. it's never it's a never-ending yeah. job in my opinion mm -hmm. Um, I feel that I feel strongly that an individual would would um, would find belongingness in in many mm -hmm. environments yeah. if 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 they had that sense of self and and yeah. and uh, didn't get worked up over things you know made up made up thinking. Yeah, I was actually just yesterday. Um, I follow this kind of program called Mind B and they have put on regular mindfulness summits so it's like an online conference that you can go to for free mm -hmm. and this one this week is on preschool mindfulness and oh, I wow. thought cool I don't know anything about preschoolers and I don't know that I care but I signed up for it anyway oh, wow. and, and the one I, I watched one video yesterday one one talk with one woman and she was talking about how she teaches kids about their emotions and the like the corresponding feelings in your body mm -hmm. sensations to go yes. with it yeah. and i was thinking to myself oh that's so cool that they do that with four-year-olds but can i do that with my 13 year olds because they don't know any of it yep. or, or 17 year olds because yep. they don't know any of it they can't necessarily connect that anxiety feels like this in their right. stomach or right. feels um, like this yeah. kind of heat in my face or yes. whatever it is or that fear or feels like this or and, and where these things are all coming mm -hmm. from and it's like Maybe we should do this, and and they were presenting it as if it was so um, childish, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, no, we need to we need to I'll do these you, things I'll all the show time. You some of the curriculum, and it goes up to this one particular, and I know a friend of mine does it at that's mm. yeah, they they and they and they teach about the brain. Like, yeah. this is the brain stem. Yeah. that's the amygdala. Yeah, she she, she talked about that too. Yeah, cortex, and yeah. when you let your amygdala do the talk and you flip your lid so the prefrontal cortex is in the back seat going whoa you shouldn't have done that because you're just full on emotion yeah. yeah i yeah i mean i i we could be teaching that to ourselves and yeah and uh yeah you know that's a again to me that's a lifetime mm -hmm. of um of awareness of uh of how you, what's happening to you mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And why am I thinking, feeling yeah. this way? Yeah. What can I do about it? Mm -hmm. And I think teaching kids about their brains and how they're working and their social responses to them and their mm -hmm. emotional responses to their brain and all these things, kids are really interested in that because yes. I think we don't teach yes. them enough of that. And I think a, a good part, if we, you know, you're making me think too, this, this subject of belongingness, if, if it's about them, yeah. If if it's something they can use right here, right now in life, um, they they like that. That that they they feel belonging yeah. with content that you can make practical to their present lives. Yeah. And learning about yourself, um, they really enjoy that. Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I mean, how often have we heard already in our careers? Um, I'm never going to use this stuff. 
oh, we're learning about you and what makes you tick. You're gonna, yeah. You're gonna use, you're gonna use it forever. Yeah. yeah. Psychology is. Yeah. Learning about your brain. Yeah. You're gonna take your brain with you, hopefully, yeah. everywhere you go. Yeah. Right. And, and start observing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Start. Yeah. yeah. Start observing. Wow. That's interesting. Because I think so often we are like the word reflection gets thrown away around all the time in especially more recently, like in the change in curriculum here in BC, mm -hmm. but also in a lot of things and kids aren't good at reflecting. That's right. And I think it's largely because we we don't teach them how to listen to themselves, right. how to go back to yeah. what what is my sense of self, what what am I really thinking about this? Not what yeah. does the teacher want me to be thinking yeah. about this, yeah. but legitimately yes. Yes. what, what yes. do I think about this, right? Yeah. Which is... Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I'd like to... I'd like yeah. to, to get a well, like that metacognition piece that you, yeah. you've made me yeah. want to research that a little bit more because uh yeah sometimes when you ask some deeper questions and you, what do you think about that student mm -hmm. it's just crickets yeah until you you have to work mm -hmm. on you know what we're you folks are here to learn from each other so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and i oh it still shocks me because i assume people are maybe that's really selfish of me but uh I assume people are thinking about these things all the time because I am. It fascinates mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. What are you, you know? What makes people tick? And, mm -hmm. and a lot of times, students go, "I never, I don't know. I didn't. I've never thought of it that way. I've never thought of that. Mm -hmm. Just haven't. Just haven't thought of it. Mm -hmm. We've not thought of it. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> also to find the balance between like learning about my sense of self, mm -hmm. but then also learning about everyone else's yes. sense of self. Yeah, right? that's what happens. Because because if you yeah. just get stuck in you. You assume yeah. everybody is like you, right? Yeah, this is how I yeah, do yeah, things. Yeah. Well, no, why yeah, don't yeah. you do things yeah. the same yeah, way? Absolutely, right? Yeah, and creating a space in a discussion-based class, yeah, where we are not here to judge. Yeah, we are here to listen, yeah, observe, open your minds, and recognize that you actually do have an opinion on this. Mm -hmm. Now that you've heard somebody else's opinion. Mm -hmm. What and what? What's in there? What's mm -hmm. it's like? Why well, you mm -hmm. agree or disagree? Well, why? Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? How mm -hmm. do you think you? Why do you think you think that way at this age? Yeah. Where Where have you received your messages? Um, listening to your parents, what media, what mm -hmm. um, what classes, what 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 what, and and just like yeah. roll the tape back to, for them to figure out how have I come to have the beliefs and the thinking that I have now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and that's but to, that belongingness piece in the in the discussion based classroom that I enjoy is is um, is yeah definitely um, creating safety and when someone speaks yeah. to even try to when you, if you're going to put up your hand to try to acknowledge one or two things that other person said yeah and agree or disagree yeah. and and yeah. Um, you know that that hopefully helps with the belongingness yeah and that you can belong and i can belong even though we disagree Absolutely. even though we're very different Absolutely. we can all belong in this yeah. classroom yeah that's very interesting and finding subjects that they really enjoy all the stuff the hidden curriculum stuff that we're yeah. not supposed to talk about religion and politics we talk about that. Yeah, well, we should. Yeah, it's the only that's how else we're going to learn. <laughs> yeah, if everybody keeps ignoring it and brushing it under the rug, we're never yeah, going to make any headway. Okay, here's the, here's the final question. Okay. So someone says to you, I really want to build more belonging. I don't really know what to do. What's something that they could do tomorrow in their classroom? Learn their names quickly. Mm-hmm genuinely smile and say hello when they walk into the classroom um, uh, look at them each of them uh, make eye contact when you're speaking to the class mm -hmm. and um, uh, and uh, continue to acknowledge them throughout and call them by their name and uh, maybe even say stand at the door and look them in the eye one more time and smile and say have a nice day mm -hmm. um every class mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i i i think that's it i think that builds relationships it builds trust and um and it lets them know you care i mean i yeah. I, I like i don't do it for that reason i do it because i'm genuinely 
interested in them being there and I'm genuinely interested in them wanting to be comfortable there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is, those are fairly small actions mm -hmm. that are very powerful. I hope so, yeah, but it sometimes mm -hmm. feel like it's all I can give is a comfortable space because not sure how much else sinks in on a day-to-day -day basis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot more than you think, but the comfortable space on its own is, is pretty important. I right? hope so. so. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking you to me. You are a delight. I, oh, you I are so a delight. I appreciate um, how you think and um, how much you care about about continuing to learn in this gig because, uh, yeah, it's endlessly fascinating. It is endlessly and, fascinating. Um, yeah, and I do, and I also really am mm -hmm. interested in that busyness piece because if it's 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 the balance. Mm -hmm. and um, getting over the guilt of, of not participating in that extracurricular stuff yeah. as much as I once did. Yeah. Uh, I, I think sometimes though, though we, do, we do overwork ourselves, mm -hmm. or over, uh, overbook ourselves, yeah. and, then, and then we aren't able to create those safe spaces of belonging for the students. Yeah. And whenever I hear it's all about the kids, mm -hmm. that doesn't come through programs that doesn't come through curriculum even necessarily that comes through human relationship yeah, and when we actually have to have pro d sessions to tell teachers that teaching is about human relationships i find that fascinating because duh <laughs> because duh. yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You, you, if you're a full-time teacher, you're, you've got 120 relationships going mm -hmm. per semester, mm -hmm. and that should be the most important mm -hmm. source of energy that you give to this profession, mm -hmm. is building those. I think belongingness will come. Mm -hmm. What an awesome way to end. Look at you. You're so brilliant.